This podcast of Clancy, Shane and Kimber comes with a free measuring quote on blinds, curtains and shutters. Just call ABC Blinds on 13 13 15 to get yours during ABC Blinds Million Dollar Stock Clearance. Some people love to get themselves a personalised number plate. Kimber, you're off it because you're a bit of a more an erratic driver. You don't want to be identified. <laughs> I think no, you'll be not. a bit of a moron. <laughs> but uh, one in ten people in Perth have a uh, personalised plate. Some of us just aren't clever enough to get them. Yeah. Like off Zelda. Is that? I should be actually reading this before I yeah, say it on the air in case it's rude. I think you should. But what about those Drop ones out? too? Because you know, isn't it a sign of wealth when you get the ones that are in the early numbers? Like if you get uh, a plate that just says one, one or seventeen, or don't you pay a lot for those? I thought they were handed down through families. <clears throat> Please stop, PLZ. Okay, <laughs> Tanya in Yanjibup, <laughs> what have you got on your car? Oh, good morning. Um, I've got Velociraptor. <laughs> oh, no, that's appropriate right. now with the new Jurassic the movie coming. How are you going to afford – how long is that? No, well, she's um, It's nine letters, so, yep. you know, obviously I've dropped a few out. So sure. it's B-L-O-C-E-R-P-T-R. But yep. I mainly got them because I have a Hyundai Veloster. Oh, sweet. Oh, oh right. Do you so, get people saying, like, commenting when you stop at the lights and go, great plate? I can see people in my rear vision mirror sometimes. You can see them mouthing the letters thinking, yeah, I'm not really sure what that means. And then I notice that my car's a velocity and go, oh, okay. That's They're right. trying to work it out. If you change cars, out. though, Tanya, will you continue to take the plates with you? I don't know. The last no, car work. I had, um, the license plates for that one were a dragon because I've got a couple of dragon tattoos and I like dragons. So, uh, mm. yeah, when I got this new one, I thought, well, dragon doesn't really suit the smaller Ooh. car. Um, a little bit zippier and, yeah. Okay. And at work was helping me figure stuff out, and I thought, well, Velociraptor sounds amazing. So Cool. Well yeah. done, mate. We've got Pat from Bull Creek on the line. You got, have you got a dragon on you? No, I don't have a dragon, but my daughter drives around with plates called Maggot. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that spelled like, with a double G or is it? Yeah, other... exactly how you would spell maggot. She's got maggot. That was her husband's nickname when he was growing up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Apparently, great, all great. the kids had different names and he had maggot. Mm. So she drives around with maggot written on it. Fantastic. Oh, that's not... And who am, I, who am I talking to at the moment? Well, it's all three of it. It's Claire's here. All three of you. Shane. Oh, okay. I don't know whether it was Shane or whether it was your partner in crime. But it was my son-in-law with the name Maggots on his car that came out and gave you a quote for your patio not so long ago. Oh, oh yes, that'd be me. So if you see him, you'll know why his name is Maggots. All right, I haven't seen him since. What <laughs> <laughs> a maggot. Yeah. How many people pay to have Maggot? Maggot, yeah. Bucks. What a great nickname. <laughs> Says like something out of a bikey gang. I'd love to have that. I know, I know. Well, his sister's name's Boof. Oh, there you go. <laughs> So go figure. We won't Thanks go into the that. explanation for that one. <laughs> Belinda, how about you? Have you got personalised plates? I do. What are they? Uh, they're hoof-hearted. Hoof-hearted? Uh, You're into horses? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a farrier oh, and that's my business name. Yes, but oh, when you put try and fit that into nine letters, yep. we decided we'd take out the two E's. Only when you read it all together, yeah, everyone sees it as who farted. You know, I, I'm looking at it on the screen here and I, I still didn't get it. Like, I, I must have that kind of brain that doesn't just decipher hoofers uh, and uh, farting. Yeah, well, it, it's unfortunate, but yeah, it's kind of one of those things where it gets a laugh out of most of the blokes. Yeah, so. it's one of those talking points. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you also end up with people hanging out the windscreen taking photos of your number plate as you're driving along. Oh, that's cute. It's pretty bizarre, isn't it? I don't know. People are obsessed with them. But all right. Thanks, Belinda. Thanks for your call. Thanks, Bill. No worries. The Juice. <laughs> oh, you tell. Let's hear it. Give me the details. An airport in New York has become a new Broadway stage because the cast of The Lion King and the cast of Aladdin 
were about to tour, do their Broadway shows elsewhere, and there was a massive storm and six-hour delay in the airport. And what happens when you get a whole heap of performers in one place together? Of course, they get out their jazz hands Mm. and they all start singing. So we've got Aladdin and Lion King taking to the stage in the airport. They just pass the time by having a massive group sing-along. This is what they were doing. I got ten hits on one record. <laughs> <laughs> They're so... Hit- Lion King. You know when you are absolutely trapped in an airport and the last thing you want to be doing, like everyone's just annoying to you, but I actually think that that would be enjoyable. That would be the thing that I think would pass As a bit of time. You have your $18 coffee? Well, yeah, especially you pay hundreds of dollars to see their shows, don't you? Anyway, now I feel bad for Heidi Swedberg, the actress who played George Costanza's fiancée Susan in Seinfeld, because Jason Alexander revealed the real reason why she was killed off. So on the show, she was killed off for licking too many envelopes for the wedding invites, mm. and she died. But he, he said that it was because, basically, well, he was doing an interview with Howard Stern, radio presenter Howard Stern, and he said, look, the reason that we killed her off is because she just wasn't really hard to work with. He said that she was hard to bounce off, and she worked really hard. She was a good actress, but he said, I just couldn't work with her character. It just wasn't happening for me, and it was always misfiring. Mm. And he was telling people, and no one was doing anything about it, but then he had a bunch of scenes with Elaine and Jerry, and they came back after dinner, and they said, you know what? We've just, we need to kill her off. Yeah. And that was it. The decision was made. They got rid of her. Yep. But now people have been ma- online sending hate messages and all these terrible things to this poor actress. And so he's had to come back out and go on Twitter now and say, look, I'm really sorry. I should never have said anything. No, you shouldn't know. <laughs> you know, you just let it go. There's no need to bring it up. But now Remember everybody the, knows. the last girl that used to work on this show? <laughs> we got her out licking envelopes out there. <laughs> she was trying to... She wanted to make stamps as well, wasn't she? That was yeah, a, that's right. That was a problem. <laughs> now, hard, hard to work with. The Top Gear saga <laughs> continues. The boys are coming to Perth, all three of them, for their live show on July 18, 19 at the, at the arena with right. Jeremy Clarkson. Yep. Uh, but producers are now deciding on a rotating presenter format. So if they do Top Gear again, they say, we'll keep Hammond and May, hopefully, mm. and then we'll just get a, a third person in every time we do the show, different person. Mm. But uh, Hammond and May, too, they've also said that we're still, we may go. We don't, we don't know if we want to be a part of it, but they've been offered a combined package of nine million dollars to stay over three seasons. So nine million bucks. I mean, how much does it take you? How loyal do you need to be oh, to God, Jeremy Clarkson? I wish Clarkson? I knew my, my cars. Oh, hey? oh mate, <laughs> distributor. Yeah, and just that radial tires. Just that Boise stirring they do of each other when they yeah. roll up with the three magnificent sport cars. Sports cars. What is that? It's a girls' car. No, I think they're all going to stay together just quietly. Yeah, I think that the brand is, is so strong after many years. Yeah, mm, yeah. And nine weird, million they, dollars is a lot of money though. And weird when they do their live show and they're not allowed to use the Stig or the top, you know, Top Gear or anything like that. No, that's right. You can see them at the Perth Arena on July eighteen or nineteen. That's your daily juice. That's some snail mail. Can you uh, lick that and post it? For us? <laughs> Thanks. WA cricket uh, captain and also Scorchers captain. We speak about him. Voges scoring a century for Australia on debut in the West Indies from Fox Sports. Brendan Julian, morning BJ. How are you, mate? Oh, very well, guys. You? Yeah, good, Go mate. Well. Uh, he joins uh, a lot of uh, Australians with their first Test century on debut. Michael Clark being one. Yeah, look, it was funny though because I said to Adam Voges after the play today, I said, "Well, mate, it's not exactly going to be sitting in the change room. There's a few guys that have done that. You had Michael Clark, you had Greg Blue at the fielding coach, you had Mark Ward there as well, you had Sean Marsh." So. 
he wasn't exactly alone. No, that's true. And uh, as far as being uh, an aged person get their first test cap, you delivered the cap. What did you say to the person, and is he the oldest to get the cap? He is. He is the oldest, 35 years, and I think 242 days, something like that. Look, I, I was actually more nervous than what he was, to be <laughs> honest. Um, they sort of told me the night before, can you come down and present the cap to him? And uh, look, I just said, look, there's only, two, there's only 442 players that have ever represented Australia in Test Cricket, and you're becoming one of them. You're going to make history today. I said less than half of those people are, are living as well. So, yeah. you know, mm. it, it was more about just sort of the grasping the moment. I said to him also that in the last couple of years, he probably thought this would never happen. And I said, it's not about how you start, it's how you finish. And I think, and I said, you know, I reckon you've got a couple of years of Test Cricket and you've got to grab the opportunity, and he's done that today. Well, this is a better history for Adam Voges too because he also famously made himself unavailable to play in 2009 because he chose his wedding instead. So his wife, Christy, said she cried when she found out he was playing for Australia because it's so lovely to see your partner's dream come true like that. Well, it was too because, and, and I also think he had no family over here. I mean, it was a it was a bit of a not a late decision, but they weren't sure that he was going to play. There were a couple of things sort of bouncing around, and Chris Rogers got hit in the head. So all of mm. a sudden, Sean Marsh came in as well. So I think his family, or at least his dad, are going to go to Jamaica, um, and hopefully he can score runs over there. But look, that was a special innings today because it wasn't easy to bat on that pitch. He, he dug in, yep. and what I loved about it is it it was a guy to me that just looked so hungry and desperate for runs, and he batted like that and, and then pulled Australia out of trouble. Yeah, mate, what a 12 months for Adam Voges too, when you think about it, along with, you know, in tandem with uh, Justin Langer, WA One Day Champs, the Scorchers win the Big Bash in the Shield final as well. doesn't get much better, does it? Yeah, he's on a bit of a, a wave at the moment, and he was pretty close to being in that World Cup squad. That would have been bitterly disappointing for him, so yeah. I thought uh, he, he would have been there between uh, George Bailey and maybe Michael Clark, but he'll make the most of it, um, and I, you know, he, he's got an Ashes series coming up, now, and it's not every day that everyone plays in an Ashes series in England, so he'll look forward to that. Hopefully we'll get some runs. You know, we, we tried to get his wife on and she said, look, I'm so tired, I've been up all night. <laughs> Done a lot of media. Watch the boy make 100. Can't believe she didn't record it. Watch yes. it later on. No, no, no. She <laughs> was all over it, mate. Look, he was, look, I've got to also say that um, the way he's handled himself over here, you, the, the guys really love him. You know, they, they, mm. they, they back him up and he fits into the side so well. And I think Darren Lehman really appreciates the, the contribution that he's made. And now that he's... You know, batting five, and he's he's got a hundred under his belt. He's just got to kick on and make it. Uh, Absolutely, mate, and a great ending to uh, the day's cricket with a couple of early West Indies wickets gone, so they still trail by 145 with eight wickets in hand. Australia in a dominant position. Eh? Beach, we'll uh, see all the action tonight on Fox uh, Footy, uh, Fox Sports at least. Exactly right. No worries, guys. Uh, that uh, coverage continues at a quarter to ten tonight, Fox Sports, if you want to check it out, Brendan and the team. Are they playing again? Or I'm like, do they get to celebrate or is there more? This is cricket. Test it goes cricket. on for I days. I feel like they're just playing cricket all over the world five, at any time. Five uh, days, babe. Oh, then man. there's another test and then there's okay. the ashes. Clazy, yeah. <laughs> Shane and Kimber go so well together, just like ABC Blinds and a clearance sale. Call 13 13 15 to save big during ABC Blinds' million-dollar stock clearance.